everybody, and welcome back to this week's edition of Stop the BS. You are joined by your hostess with the mostest, Mr. Connor Burns, and your other host, who is Mr. Houston today, repping the Texans and Astros. Double trouble from Mr. Swank over here. Double trouble. How you doing, buddy? Hello, ladies, and hello, gentlemen. Um, hello, Connor ladies. Burns. I, I really don't think that there's any ladies that listen to this Whoa. show. Whoa. Whoa. What makes you say that? I, I just don't think so. I just... Don't think so. It's not shot. Katie doesn't listen to the show. No. Wow. Wow. No. I don't think fake fan. Wow. I I, I guess. I guess. Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen. In case there's some ladies listening, you never know. Okay. You never know. I am double trouble today. This was not. This was not calculated. Um, I just I went to the gym this morning and threw on a hat, and then I haven't showered yet. So, but I mean, it it kind of works because it's like here. Here's the team that's been great for so long. Who just lost? Now here's a team that's been so bad for so long. Here's now on the come up, so it's a nice little mixture. Okay, I'll right? I'll I'll take that. And yeah. hey, um, you guys were on your bye this week, correct? We were. I'm not tripping. Okay, because I'm gonna say I got a victory Monday. I had a victory Monday this week. I got a victory week. Tyson Badgett. Um, I just want to talk about him for a second because not about the way they played. He looked fine, but this is a very interesting guy. Really interesting guy. So we all know he, how he came from D2, and now he made it to the Bears practice squad, made his way through. But a lot of his story has come out this week, and it will especially on Sunday Night Football. They're going to be talking about this kid. But so back at Shepherd University where he went to school, number one, his dad, who was one of his coaches, is a 28-time world champion arm wrestler. That's like that's yep. like Michael Phelps level of goat right there. That's more. 28 no, time 28 time world champion? Tyson Badgett more of a goat than Michael Phelps? No, that's no, his father. his father. Oh, his sorry, father. Sorry, yes, his father. Yes, that's what I'm going to say. Tyson Badgett's dad more of a goat than Michael Phelps? We're, we might be getting there 28 times. Wow. wow. 20 Dude, if you're a world champion of something 28 times, that's pretty wild, right? That is that's, pretty wild. That's pretty wild. But then not only that, so then behind, so so his whole plan, if he didn't make it to the NFL, he was going to become a history teacher and just go to CrossFit every day. That was his plan. And what he actually used to do with his history teacher, who lived, his high school history teacher, lived right behind the university practice field. And it was like the woods back there, right? What they would do is go to his house after practice and they would cut down trees like cut down like big logs of wood. And then they use that to bench press in the backyard, like a lumberman. And then there was a river right next to their house. I I forgot the name of the river in the middle of February. They would go with like hammers and sledgehammers and they take the ice out and they would use, then they like dug shovels into the river, getting all the rocks and everything out. And he would use that as his ice bath in the middle of February. Wow. I told you, interesting guy, this? right? What state is this? Where's Virginia, this Virginia. Okay. I told you, interesting guy, though. Where, right? where are you getting this information? From him, from an interview with him that they did. Mm. Mm. It's it's wild with Wait. his high school coach, and they showed the river, okay. and they showed him going into the river. So there was a house behind his school in the in the forest. It was his high school like history teacher. Is that why he wanted was to be his football coach? Teacher? Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm assuming. That's why I'm assuming. Yeah, but really, really interesting guy, right? That's I mean, pretty damn interesting to me. 
That's more interesting than anything I've ever done in my entire life. No, that really is. Like, I I can't say I've ever done anything like that. You ever gone to a river in the middle of February as an ice bath? Um, Not in the middle of February, no. But in the uh, Colorado early summer, I have. And that was the coldest thing I've ever been in in my entire life. So, yeah. But I mean, you, you, you think of how cold it is outside in February, especially in Virginia. It's about the same as here, I'd say. It's like 10, 15 degrees outside. Yeah, yeah, give or take. Uh, that's just uh, wild guy. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I'm, I'm not more of a fan of him than Justin Fields. No, but I'm a fan. You know, Fields, Fields I, is going to get replaced. I, I, uh, no, he's not. No, he's not. Yes, he is, but... man. Tyson Badger looks like the the next coming of Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> no, he's the next Brock Purdy. But Brock Purdy, we got to talk about him. But hey, um, I just want to bring up that Tyson thing real quick. What the hell happened this weekend? What, 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 did you see what I have written down? Yes, I do see what you have written down, and yeah, I well, agree with me, it one hundred percent. Let me expel it how I wrote how I wrote it down. Forty uh-huh. ers Bills, Lions. That's all I have written I, down. Okay, that that was that was unique. That was unique, right? But like all top. I mean, you could argue all top. You could argue all top five top dogs. The top not. dogs. Top three, top ten teams all going bye 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 bye. The 49ers, though was I'm, I mean these were really all shocking actually. We'll start with the Niners. Yeah. All right, we'll start with the Niners. McCaffrey saw the stat: sixteen straight games with a touchdown. If you placed a hundred dollars on McCaffrey to score a touchdown in that first week and rolled it over every single time, pretty sure it's a hundred and seven thousand dollars. Something ridiculous. Anyways. He balled out. Brock Purdy sucked. And last week, I actually considered taking the Vikings, and I'm like, Kirk, I'm prime time. You never take. And it's also the Niners, right? Bounce back win. Maybe this year, this game has proven that the narrative of bounce back win is no longer there. No, it's really not. It's really not. The Bills losing, right? Oh, you know, bounce back. Did they lose before this? No. No, they they didn't. They almost did against the Giants. They almost did. But you're like, bounce back performance, right? Oh, they sucked. It's a great team. They'll bounce back. They didn't. You know, 49ers. Oh, they'll bounce back. They didn't. They lost to the Niners and or they lost to the Vikings and the Browns. And like, Kirk Cousins looked like prime Tom Brady out there. He was dicing. And Jordan Addison looked like prime Justin Jefferson out there. <laughs> yeah, Jordan Addison. What a game. I had him on my fantasy team. Had a boy. Did his How job. How about that play, man? How about that play? Oh, where he just ripped it out of guys' hands? Completely ripped it. Like, here, we'll use this Xbox controller right here. And I'm the defender, right? Ball's coming in. Here it comes. I'm the defender. Oh, easy pick. Jordan Addison's, like, right over here. And And then he goes this way and runs for a touchdown. That was a great reenactment right there. Wow. Yeah, it was good. You're really getting involved today. You're really getting involved. We should, man. It's a good time to be be in the NFL. It's exciting. But I, I just... Such a weird weekend. And I said this about last weekend where it's like the NFL, there's there's always that one weekend a year where all the top dogs lose and it's just a bad weekend. But now it's twice. Now it's two times in a row. And I just really think that it's more the state of the NFL right now where it's a few good teams, a few like really good teams, and then 18 teams. We don't know how good they are. We don't know how we we don't know. And then there's the really bad teams. That's that's where the NFL is really at. And the only loss that was like really acceptable on this list was the Detroit Lions, but not when you get blown out. 
If they lost that game by like a field goal, okay. If they lost it by a touchdown and it was a fight, uh, you understand that because the Ravens, they got a good squad. Ravens are good, but getting the dog shit beat out of you? My goodness, man. Just bad football from them. Yeah, it, it was not good. Um, and it was from the get-go. It wasn't like it was kind of close from the start. It was not. It, it, it was a complete murder, and then the Ravens just kind of let up. Um, yeah, I was I was I was sitting at Soldier Field watching the Bear game, and I look up, you know, on one of the side things they have the scores around the league. And first quarter, the lines are down 14-nothing. And I see it right away go 21 and then 28. Like, what are we doing? That was that was really something. But I want to talk about one good team that proved that they are the best team in football, and that is the Philadelphia Eagles. There was a lot of talk. These past couple weeks, especially after they lost to the Jets, saying Philly's not them, that they're not the same team that they were last year. They are that same team. Weren't you trashing, you know, weren't you, you weren't trashing them, but weren't you not fully bought in? Last year oh, I wasn't. Week. This year I am. I'm talking I got this a, year. No, this year that's I my Super Bowl future that I placed before the NFL season is Philly to win the Super Bowl. Okay, fair play. I, I really think that they're going to win the Super Bowl, and I still believe it. And – it reminded me, you know what it reminded me of the beginning of the NFL season for them? It reminded me of Alabama. How people get mad at Alabama when they don't beat a team by 30 points. It felt like almost the same exact way. Like you, I've I've always seen those presser clips of Nick Saban just chewing out some reporter because he said because he was mad at Alabama's re- performance when they only won by 20 points instead of 50. And that's that's what it kind of reminded me of with Philly. I mean, the NFL is a completely different ball game, but it was almost the same exact way. And they're here, and they're they're still dangerous as hell. And this yeah. is no shot to Miami whatsoever. Miami played a decent game. They really did. It's just the tush push killed them. It yeah. killed them, dude. You couldn't stop and, it. Yeah. So I'm, I'm with you all the way on Philly. Phenomenal team. Just got Kevin Byard from the Titans. For a bag of chips, it's been a meme for the past few days that the Eagles can get whoever they want for a bag of chips. Literally nothing. Like they could trade it, they could trade for somebody and not have to give anything in return. I don't know what's going yeah. on. Um yeah. that kind of actually reminded me. Hopkins is now on the trading block. So via rumors on he is. X or Twitter. And so apparently we're keep an eye um, on that. Apparently Chase Young as well from the Washington yep. Commanders. Yep, that's a big one. Texans have been brought into the, the Chase Young talk. Yeah. Um yeah, but yes, Philly, absolutely. They put. I didn't watch much of that game because the Astros were still on at the same time. But um, phenomenal game from Philly. Dolphins. Um, it, it, I mean, you you can't put them in the fraud watch yet because I I want to talk about biggest fraud. No. You can't. But, and I understand you play who you play. You know, I've been trying to be adamant about that. You don't control your schedule. You play, you play, you win. You know, you beat the teams that you you can easily beat, and they have. That being said. The teams they have beaten are the worst teams in football. And it's not like some mediocre yeah, team. They are the worst teams in football. Yeah. And so 100%. When they've been tested, they've had two test games, Bills and Eagles. They dropped the ball on both. I, I want you to hear this real quick. Mm-hmm. So, because the big question was, was Philly at the beginning of the year, how everybody had their doubts on them, right? Through those games. You beat Miami. Well, after before that Miami game, they have one of the toughest stretches on the schedule that I have ever seen watching football in my life. Listen to this. So you just played the Dolphins. Commanders, that's okay. 
Cowboys, I mean, both of those divisional games, though. Divisional games. Then you play the Chiefs in Kansas City on, I believe, Thursday night or one of the primetime games. Then you play the Bills at home in Philly. Then you play the 49ers in Philly again. And then you play the Cowboys again. And then, if you want to throw one more in there, then you play the Seahawks in Seattle after that stretch. That is a extremely rough stretch. If they make it out of that stretch, winning a majority of those games, Jalen Hurts MVP is in the conversation. Philly being the Super Bowl favorite by a long shot, that is the conversation. I, I, I'm all over them, man. I'm all over them. Yeah, I mean, that's a pretty crazy schedule. My God, I don't know if it can get really much harder than that. I mean, maybe you can throw in like the Ravens apparently or like the yeah. Lions or something. I don't know. But, I mean, that's pretty fucking ridiculous. And so, yeah. I mean, they'll be favorites in every single one of those games probably besides at Kansas City. They will. I mean? And, dude, I mean, looking back, have you seen a schedule that hard in a long time? Have you seen one? Like, no. That, just a stretch that hard. Especially, I, I, I really haven't. Especially in today's NFL world where there's really only eight teams you consider to be good out of the 32. Um, mm-hmm. No, I haven't seen a stretch like that in a minute. Um, yeah. It's pretty – that's pretty crazy. That's pretty wild. No, it's going to be wild. Um, yeah. And and then you want to get into the biggest fraud. Yeah. I mean, we, we talked 49ers. We talked – we touched on the Bills. Bills losing to New England is just atrocious. I mean, what no, the hell really are you doing? Is. Yeah. It, it's it's embarrassing. It's really, really embarrassing. But this is this is kind of what we've been talking about for the past year now. We're, we're not on the Bills ever anymore. We're not doing it. And no. this it, it's the same shit every year. It's the same exact thing. Well, you know what I thought, at least this year? I'm like, you can always trust the Bills in the regular season. That's how it usually is. You could trust them always in the regular season, never in the playoffs. And now, after these past two weeks, you can't even trust them in the regular season. Almost losing to a Tyrod Taylor-led New York Giants team, which we got to talk about the Giants too because they did not look bad. But then you go and lose in New England against the Patriots when you're eight and a half point favorites. That's 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 wild. That's it's truly bad, man. Wild. It's bad. And then the Lions obviously got the shit beat out of them. I'm not calling the Lions frauds. They're not. They played just a poor game in a tough environment against a good team. So my question for you is, who is the biggest fraud? Out of the good teams, I'm going to say A lot of them got exposed. Yeah, the good team, I'm going to say Buffalo. I mean, dude, the Lions, sometimes you get spanked like that. Sometimes good teams, good teams, every once in a while they get spanked like that. And, you know, the Lions are still super young, and they got a lot to learn. They really do. They, they've been hot starting off the NFL season, but there's a lot to learn out of them. But looking at Buffalo, dumpster fire. Dumpster fire these past two weeks. And it's wild to even say that about this team when they're one and one the past two weeks. But there was one game where you should have blown out that team, and then another one where you should have blown out that team. And you lose to the New England Patriots, who are up there for being the worst team in football right now, right next to the Carolina Panthers. Unbelievable. Just unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Bills is probably the best call out of all the good teams that could be considered frauds. Um, before the season started, I go back to this, I think, every fucking week. I said the 49ers would regress. And through five weeks, it did not look like that. And now through seven weeks, it looks a lot better. 
Um, yeah. You're starting to see a little bit of the holes they have. It's a little bit of the problems they have. Which one, starting with quarterback play, obviously. And two, like I said, I think a lot of the pieces that they lost in the offseason will come back and kind of hurt them a little bit. We're starting to see it a little bit. Just a little yeah. bit. It's there. It's not dead. It's there. So and another team. Another team that I love to talk about on Fraud Watch, even though they really weren't supposed to be much this year, but some people hyped them up. The Packers suck. They suck. Like, it's it's not even close to a debate. They suck. Yeah. And the, the Denver Broncos own the NFC North so far this year. They're, they're two wins are the Bears and the Packers. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and I made my fan do a lineup and I had like three Packers. I'm like, oh, like Jordan Love's going to bounce back yeah, we again with the them. narrative. I'm like, oh, like they got Jordan Love put like shit against the Raiders. Like, here's a narrative. No, man. Narratives are, I'm throwing narratives out the window. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. It's done. Green Bay, that was an embarrassment. You're right. With respect to Jordan Love, though, I know you don't like him. I get it. And I didn't like him before the season. I do think he has potential, though. But this motherfucker has no weapons. And we've talked about this. But, dude, here's the thing. Here's the thing. He has potential. It's his third year in the NFL. It is year three. He hasn't started. I understand that. But it's year three. Maybe. Okay, because, look, one of my dreams would be seeing the Packers enter the quarterback carousel for, like, the first time ever, essentially, over the past 30 years. But... You you can't tell me that you feel the same way about this guy as everybody did when Aaron Rodgers stepped on the field. You kind of knew with Aaron Rodgers. Right. But no. here's the thing. You look back to Jordan Love in that draft. That was just a wild pick. Like, absolutely. It came out of nowhere. You could have taken, like, Aaron Rodgers, he was a dog in college. You knew that he was going to be a starter in the NFL somewhere. You knew it. With Jordan Love? No. No. Nobody, nobody, nobody expected this. And I just... Ever since day one, I've always I always knew that Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I was too young then, but I mean, everybody knew that Aaron Rodgers was a guy. Jordan Love's not a guy. He's not, and that's just I think, plain and simple. I gotta I gotta back him up just a little bit because he's he's had flashes this year. He's had flashes. I sure. understand it's his third year in the NFL. The dude hasn't played a whole bunch. I get it. I, I do get it. There's criticisms for him. I don't know why the Packers took him. I understand, but this I'm telling you, man, he doesn't have any real help around him. He like, doesn't. When Aaron Jones out, you got A.J. Dillon is running back one. And again, we talked about this two or three weeks ago. Christian Watson, he's already been injury prone. Then you get down to, I don't even remember who, the, Luke Musgraves to a tight end. Who is this? Bakatari's out for the entire season. This well, Luke Musgrave, no that was their first round pick this year. Well, they like, are. What you, the fuck is that pick? They, that, you know, was that your first you know, round? Yes, that was their first round pick this year. Where's he from? Iowa, I believe. I believe Iowa. I'm like 99% sure Iowa. So I remember watching the draft like, what the fuck is this? Oregon State. Oregon State. Wow. Who they pick in the first round? Because then it wasn't him. It was, they picked somebody from Iowa. Yeah, hold on. I think it was a yeah. defensive guy. Yeah, Luke uh, Van Ness from Iowa. That's yes, who they took. That's Lucas right. Van Ness. I was about to say, that's no way Luke Musgrave... Okay. Okay. Musgrave okay. Was that's my second B. round. That's my B. Yeah. That's what I was saying. I was like, no way. I would like we would have talked about this. Um. But still, you're right. I mean, second round pick on that tight end. He's young. I get it. He has no noticeable or true weapons already around him, which is gonna hurt him. So I say pump the brakes a little bit on Jordan Love. Sure. But here's it. one more thing. One more thing for you. Okay. Is is Lafleur the guy? Is he the head coach? Is he no. the head coach? No. I, I I don't think so either. 
I really don't think so. How? What year is he? Five? I think Maybe? so. Something but like that. Here's the thing. You really can discredit a lot of those years because you had Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers was the coach of that offense. He was the coach. And now looking back at so many of those games, the way that they won, the way that they won those games when Aaron Rodgers was there, it was essentially all Aaron Rodgers just game-winning drives. And now they're trying to do the same thing to Jordan Love, but he can't do that. By the way, I called it on the money. It's year five. I don't know how I did that, but. It is year five. Wow, so they fired McCarthy that long ago. 2019 before joined. So 2019 season, 2020, 2021, 2022. We're in 2023, year five. So I I, I think you're right. And that's not really something I've kind of thought about. But I mean, no, it's it an interesting before, debate. It's yeah, an interesting it debate. It is. It is. Um, All right, real quick, and then we'll, we'll move on. My biggest fraud. Uh, so I was going to weeding up to that 49ers talk and saying that I thought they would regress. Regardless, I don't think they're biggest fraud. I'm still worried about the Dolphins, and I understand that their offense is amazing. Wow. Based off resume, I mean, what can I say? When the offense can't put up 40, they can't, they're not going to win the game. That's what I've seen so far. Calling yeah. it as I see it. Calling it as I see it. And I understand you can only play who you're scheduled to play. I get that. But in the two games that you needed to win, you haven't looked phenomenal and you've lost. So I, I'm, I'm on the Dolphins right now. Sorry, guys. Yeah, Proof and they okay. they have bounce back game opportunity here. They play they play New England in Miami on Sunday. They got bounce back opportunity. That, that, right. That's that should be a blow, right? And it will be. It'll be the. I mean, I, fuck it. Why am I doing a narrative? Be. But it, it should it be. should be. It should be. All it right. Are we? Are we? Who's reading picks? Me, you. Um. Let me give it ten more seconds, and then uh, I will preview the games, and you'll write them down. Um. Desmond Ritter, time to go? Question mark. Just give me a yes or no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it is too because I know they won the game, but holy fuck, man. Three red zone turnovers. What? Like, what? Yeah. He fumbled on a normal slap at the one yard line. Going the other way. Can't have it happen. It's it, it's time for Desmond Ritter to go. I don't know how the Falcons are winning the division with him at quarterback. It's time to go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I went four and nine last week on picks. I went six and seven. Horrible week. Four and nine, I think, is the worst I've ever done in my entire life. I started you went off, from the best them. to the worst. Yeah, I was reading them, and I was like, okay, that's a loss. 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 I had seven in a row that were all losses. I was like, oh, my God, what did I What did I do? <laughs> like, oh, my God. It's a weird weekend, dude. It was a weird yeah, weekend. It was bad. It was bad. All right. NFL Week 8, week eight is here. Um, let me pull it up, and we'll get it going. Excited for my Texans to be back, man. Excited for my Texans to be back. Okay. Thursday night football. Again, if you're listening or watching, um, today is Wednesday, October 25th. Thursday night football. So for us right now, tomorrow night, you have the Buccaneers coming off a tough loss against the Falcons, traveling to face the Buffalo Bills. I swear to God. Buffalo, if you fucking let me down. And you lose this game, and you don't fucking cover this game. I swear to God, I'm done. I'm done with the Bills. I'm done. If they I'm don't cover, done. if they don't cover this fucking game, I'm done. I'm done. I'm taking Buffalo. Yeah, I'll take Buffalo as well. And I'm not trying to give a narrative like, oh, they lost. Let's see a bounce back. 
just purely from this game standpoint, Buffalo at home is always tough. <clears throat> Excuse me, always tough. It's starting to get cold up there in Buffalo, and Tampa being from Florida, always a factor you now have to start considering coming late October, November, December. Got to start thinking about that. Yep. Bills at home. Um, I like it. I don't think Baker Mayfield's going to play well against that pretty strong defense, even though they've had some big injuries, sadly. So mm-hmm. give me the Bills. Okay. I swear to God, dude, if they fucking let us down. I swear to God. I think they'll get it done. It might be ugly, but they'll get it done. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of ugly, let's stick here in the Northeast. The New York Jets travel a very long way to face the New York Giants. Wow. Same stadium. <laughs> Pretty weird to think about. Yeah. This this game sucks. This game sucks. Um, Scott Hansen, don't flip too much on red zone. We we don't need to. We don't need to watch this, but uh, I'm going to take the Jets. I'm going to take the Jets, too, and I can't get over the fact how funny it is that it's a home game for the Giants, but also the Jets. Like, that's yeah. such a loophole for the Jets. Oh, mm-hmm. like, we, we have one more away game, except you guys play in the same stadium. So yeah. it's, like, pretty funny. Yeah, the only two thing road, that's going to be different road, so. is the logo on the field. That's yeah. the only thing that's going to be different. Oh, and it's, you know, it's weird for the Jets. They have to go into the visitor's locker room. That's kind of weird. That is weird. Right that is in your home yeah. stadium, going to the visual. That's weird. I think that they have oh. separate. I think that they have like a New York Giants locker room and a New York Jets locker room. I think they have like oh, separate really? ones. I'm pretty sure. Hang on, let me see. Oh, they probably do. Stadium. They probably do. You're right. But what they got three locker rooms in that thing? Probably. Yeah, maybe locker room. Let's see. It's New York. Yeah, let's see. And do the Giants and Jets? MetLife Stadium includes a total of four locker rooms. One each for the Giants and Jets, as well as two for visiting teams. What? Why two? I I don't know. I don't know. Probably maybe for other events. I don't I don't know. But I don't know either. Um, the home teams have locker rooms on opposite ends of the stadium, with the visitors' locker rooms adjacent to it. Okay. Well, there's your answer. I mean, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised that they have their own locker rooms, but why you need four? You could just make three. That's just gonna be that's gonna be Seven. so interesting. That'll be interesting. Yeah. I kind of want to watch that game. The Jets are alive, dude. I mean, flip on red zone. I'll it's see garbage red zone. to watch because it's straight defense and no offense. But I mean, the Jets are alive. I'm gonna take the Jets. Yeah. All right. Good game here. It gives you kind of 2019 flashbacks, 2018 flashbacks. The streaking Jacksonville Jaguars are on the road heading to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers. It's a good game. This is a good, it's a good game. game. It's a good grimy, game. Grimy, grimy Pittsburgh football, man. Pittsburgh's four and two, if you don't know that, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. They are that just makes right the Texans well. win, by the way, look a lot better because they fucking yeah. beat the brakes off them. And I tell you, I mean, Pittsburgh's a good team. They are. They are a good team. Um, they're a grimy football team. And this is a big test for Trevor Lawrence on the road in Pittsburgh against that that defense, which is top five in the league, one hundred percent. Um, but I'm gonna take. Oh, I want to take the Steelers. If you if you want to if you want to take a second, I got my pick. Go ahead. I'm taking Pittsburgh at home. I'm taking Pittsburgh at home. Wow. Um, Yeah. Yeah. No, no explanation. Um, Just I'm trying to give an explanation. Uh, I'd like to see the weather um, real quick because this I feel like this might be a big factor here. Weather in Pittsburgh for the week. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, just hang on with me for a few seconds. Um, Sunday, rainy, high of 68, so not too cold, below 51. 
in the rain. I kind of, in my head when I thought about this game, I'm like, is this game going to be raining? I don't know. I pictured rain. So then, then it comes down to, here. here's the thing. If it's raining like crazy or it's really bad weather throwing-wise, would you rather have the Steelers, would you rather, how do I phrase this? Would you rather take away the run game or take away the pass game if you're the Steelers? Take away the pass game all day. Exactly, because Trevor Lawrence is a much better passer than Kenny Pickett. So if you get rid of both passing games due to the weather or the rain, at least, you know, it hinders it, and you look at the run games, I think you take the Steelers in a dogfight. So I'm going to go with the Steelers. I I see what you're saying. I just (laughs) – I can't pull myself to do it. I'm going to take the Jags here. I love Trevor Lawrence, and I think that he's going to just go in there and really prove now that the Jaguars are legit. They are legit. Jags going to win four I'm straight, taking, then you're saying, huh? Yeah, I'm taking the Jags here. Streaking, baby. Excuse me. They've already won four straight. After the Texans whooped their ass, they beat the Falcons, Bills, Colts, and Saints. So they're going for five in a row. A lot of teams there that remind me of Pittsburgh, just grimy football teams. Like New Orleans, they were they remind me of Pittsburgh. Very grimy. Uh, yeah, just give me the Steelers at home. Right? Close game. Okay. Yeah. The best team in the NFC, the Philadelphia Eagles, travel to take on the in-division Washington Commanders. You just suffered a very awful, gross, disgusting loss to the Giants. Give me the Eagles here in a very, very, very close game. Divisional game, it's going to be weird. It's going to be weird. It always is. Every divisional game, weird. Yeah. Um yeah, this is my upset. Give me the commanders this week. Okay. They okay. should have done the it. They should have, they should have done it a few weeks ago where they scored on the last play of the game, didn't go for two, took it to overtime and lost. Um, they should have gone for two. Eagles riding high, commanders riding low, in division. Never know what could happen. Give me the commanders. You know what else we have this week, too? Every team in the NFL is playing this week. Oh, love every that. Sing- every single team. Yep. Oh, that's awesome. We got yeah, all we hands six, to get through then. I don't know why. We had six teams on by last week and then none this week. I don't know why they didn't what, just go. What like do you think of the, the commander's call? I I'm not I'm I'm not opposed to it. I'm not like a big hater on it. I think it's a fine call. I just I, I like Philly. I like Philly. I like Philly too, but I mean they gotta lose a few games. Okay. Um thank God this is not prime time, man. I think it's the only cowboy game that's not. 305 Thursday night, Monday night, or Sunday night. Um, but it's a good game nonetheless. The LA Rams traveling to Jerry World, ATT Stadium, take on the Cowboys. Who you got? Yeah, give me the boys. Give me the boys at home. Big win. Big win for the boys. I like him. Oh man. Rough one okay. for you? Yeah, Who it's you a got? tough one. It's good. It's, it's a it's a good game. It's a good game. Um, I'll take the Cowboys barely. Okay. I don't have much analysis for this one. There you go. There you go. All right. I like the call. I like the boys. I like the boys this week. They're oh, mid. this I know what game you're saying next. This is a rough one. This is a rough one. The well, it's not as rough as you think. The Minnesota Vikings, who have won now two in a row, both without Justin Jefferson. Interesting. Traveling to the struggling Green Bay Packers. And the wild part is. Packers are favored in this game. Oof. They're favored in this game. Feels like a trap. It feels like a trap. It really does. And that's making me lean towards the Packers, but I'm going to take the Vikings at home and trust. I mean, the Vikings on the road, trust my gut, because I know the Packers suck. They're bad. They're bad. 
I'll um I'll roll Vikings with with you here too. I didn't think I'd be picking the Vikings almost at all anymore a few weeks ago, and here we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, who knows, man? Let's, let's, let's. I mean, who doesn't like the Vikings, man? You you can't you can't hate yeah. the Vikings. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't hate them. You don't hate them. I I don't hate. I dislike them a lot, but I don't hate. You see what I'm saying though? I, I dislike. Kirk, you them like two cousins. You like Kirk Cousins too much. I do. I love Kirk. I exactly. Love Kirk. Everybody does. Vikings. Um, just barely though. I'll take the Vikings. Okay. Okay. Next one. Um. Oh, this is not. Oh, okay. Um. The Atlanta Falcons, who are leading the NFC South, traveling to take on the team that is rocking the Oilers uniforms and should not be the Tennessee Titans. This is specifically a uniform pick. I'm going to take the Titans. No, just because of the you. unis. Fuck just because you. of the unis, they're fire. I know, I know, fuck I know, you. I know, I know. But I, they're fire. I'm taking the Titans. Just Ryan Tannehill is a, uh, a question mark in this game. And according to Mike Vrabel, if he can't go, you're going to see a split of Malik Willis and um, Will Levis. And, and that's purely still... based off that fact, I'm going to go with the Falcons. Yeah. Also, I can't pick the fucking Titans because they are taking the Texans' rightful uniforms. <laughs> it, it's not okay. So Yeah. All right. I'll take the Titan there. <sighs> I'm with it. Okay. Okay. Don't get me started on the whole uniform thing. I'm, I'm not going down that road. Okay. Um, the New England Patriots coming off the biggest win of their season after beating the Bills. Traveling to take on the Miami Dolphins. I don't think we need to talk about this. Give me the Dolphins big, huge Dolphins. Dolphins, Dolphins humongously. Dolphins. That's, that offense is going to be fucking soaring. Still, maybe my fraud pick, but Dolphins. Yeah, give me the Dolphins big. Okay. Um, this is not going to be good. The New Orleans Saints traveling take on the Big Blue Indianapolis Colts, who came off a very close loss to the Browns. Bad game, but an interesting game. Very true. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, I'm wow. You know, I'm a big believer in the New Orleans Saints this year, and I'm gonna take the Saints. I didn't pick them last week what? because because I I just I didn't feel it on Thursday night football, but I'm taking the Saints. Nola on the road, baby. No so, on the road. I'm just curious. What makes you a big believer in the Saints? Like I, I'm generally just, curious. Just I, I think they're. I, I mean, they were my pick to Genuinely. win the division. They're my pick to win the division this year. Um, I'm a big Derek Carr guy. I've always liked Derek Carr. What have you seen in the past three weeks that leads you to believe that the Saints will win this game? They're a competitive team. They're competitive. They got okay. a lot of heart. They got a lot of heart. They do got heart. They they got heart. I'm gonna take the Colts. Okay. I I I respect it. I mean, this is kind of a toss-up game, but I I like the Saints. I would say it's a toss-up game per se, but Colts at home have been pretty good. Colts are frisky, man. Colts Colts surprise you. Saints keep it competitive, but don't surprise you. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Moving on, my team finally last game of the noon slate, the Houston Texans three and three coming off the high with goat quarterback CJ Stroud traveling to take on the number one overall pick, a pick before Stroud and two picks before Will Anderson. Not and Bryce Young and the pick. winless in the winless Panthers. And not the first overall pick because the Chicago Bears own that pick. But I'll take the Texans to keep these fucking Panthers losing. And I hate to root against them because I've always loved the Panthers. But keep losing. Just just lose out. 0-17. 
There you go. Um, I got the Texans here, especially coming off the bye. Stroud's got to have that chip on his shoulder. Um, I got the Texans here big to move him to four and three. Let's go, baby. Let's there you go. go. I won't be able to watch. I'll be in a pickleball tournament, but that's okay. What? Um, pickleball is awesome, dude. You're going to skip. Uh, sure, sure. I play it's pickleball. Fun. It's fun. But you're going to skip your NFL team playing? To it's for philanthropy, man. What the hell? Okay. For charity. Right. Wow. Wow. Are you saying you hate charity? No, oh I don't hate charity. God. You just could have. You could have. You could have scheduled it at a different time. That's all. I'm I saying. didn't schedule it. I didn't schedule it. Okay. Well, you should yell at the person who did. Uh, yeah, maybe I should. All right. Yeah. The Cleveland Browns, who are probably going to be led by PJ Walker again, or the massage dude. Uh, I'm not going to say his name. He sucks. Um, heading to take on the Seattle Seahawks. Browns are a scummy team and they didn't deserve to win last week that was complete bullshit against the colts um i'm taking the seahawks give me the seahawks and give me the this is probably my blowout pick of the week um yeah. it's it's typical browns fashion to win then lose and win then lose an ugly game then great game then win then lose and win then lose this is this is the ugly game for the browns give me the seahawks here big i'm talking big big there you go yeah oh good game good game we got a really good game coming up here lot of implications here. The Cincinnati Bengals coming off the bye. They are indeed three and three. So they made it. They, they climbed their way back into competition. Keeping it competitive. Heading to the struggling San Francisco Bay Area 49ers. This is what the Niners needed. They're back at home. Short week. You need to turn it around real quick. And I'm going to take the 49ers. Get a big game. Get their momentum back. Got to, got Fuck, to. Man. That was almost a no-brainer for me. Do I take my? So you're riding narrative. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna do it, man. Give me the Bengals. Wow. All Give right. Give me the Bengals. Okay. I understand there's narrative. I get it. But Bengals off the bye, fully healthy Joe Burrow. I think put the Niners in their place, make them really start to question things, and propels the Bengals from what people thought was poverty back up to the top. Give me the Bengals. There you go. Not a bad pick. There you go. Not I mean, bad. That's, be, that's a great game. Fuck. Yeah. All right. Well, we can talk about this game for three seconds because I'm going to tell you who's playing, and you can pick the winner because they haven't beaten them in 16 straight games, 17. Uh, Chiefs-Broncos in Chiefs. uh, Denver. There you go, Chiefs. Red Kingdom. Here we go. Denver, what a joke. Okay. Uh, this isn't much better. The Baltimore Ravens traveling to take on the Arizona Cardinals. Black Nation, Ravens, flock. Give me the Ravens. Give me. How one. is, uh, what's that guy's name again? Michael? No, 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 not Michael. Um, Josh. The guy on... No, 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 the crazy Ravens fan. Oh, we hooping? Yes, we're hooping. I don't know. I haven't seen him in a while. Why is that? Uh, Give me the Ravens. Yeah, I haven't seen him in a while. How how are Josh and Michael? Good, good. They're good kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're good guys. We we like them. The next, they're good. Okay. Here you go. You got your Chicago Bears coming off a great Tyson Badgett victory, traveling to take on the LA Chargers on Sunday Night Football. What the fuck is this? Oh my god, man! It's that simple, man. And I made a video about this because a lot of people are saying that it's not the primetime game, and it's just—it's literally they don't care about the Bears and the Chargers. They care about Chicago and Los Angeles. Free, free numbers right there. Free numbers. That's why. That's why the. That's why they didn't flex them out. But 
I gotta take the Chargers. I I wish I wish I could take the Bear, but I gotta take the Charger. And I hope that Tyson Badgett. I hope that we keep it close. I hope that Tyson Badgett looks good and we keep him close. Okay. But who knows? Chargers well, like are the, shaky. Chargers like are call. shaky. I like the call, Connor. Thank you for that. That that makes me feel just a lot better. Um, because I'm taking the Chargers here too, and it's just it, it. I'm just not looking forward to this. I'm sorry. Um, I'm just not. Okay. Last game of the week, Monday Night Football. Another bad Why? one. Why? Why, man? I've seen these motherfuckers play primetime every week. The Las Vegas Raiders travel to take on the Detroit Lions in Detroit. I mean, this is, I think, This is murder. like the first primetime game in Detroit in so long. Thanksgiving, bro. What are you talking about? Besides Thanksgiving. <laughs> like, this is the first primetime game in Detroit in forever. I'm taking the Lions big at home. Okay, I'm going to take the Lions as well. Okay. So let's look who we have different here. So I have Steelers over Jags. I have Commanders over Eagles. Um, I have Falcons over Titans. I have Colts over Saints. And I have Bengals over Niners. Yeah. Wow. And we're both with the Charger. There we go. Okay. Okay. Not a bad week. I'm still up five games. A lot of games. No, it is. It's all 16. We got 16 games this week. This is the week I come back. I can feel it. Also, did you happen to see what ESPN did last night with the NHL? I, I just want to get your take on this. I, I tuned in for a little bit. Sure. I mean, I'm just not this into hockey, so it's called the Frozen Frenzy. For the first time ever, all teams, they all played in the same night in 15-minute intervals. Like, one game started at 6, one game started at 6.15, one started at 6.30, and it was like NFL Red Zone. They flipped through every single game, and they would show all the goals and everything. That's awesome. It's pretty cool. It, it was pretty cool. If I was That's like born, awesome. if I was more invested in the hockey, like I'd be, I'd be loving every second of it. I watched the Hawks game last night. But let's go Avalanche. I'm an Avalanche guy. Oh, you um, girlfriend. That's why. Uh, even though you've been coming also, to Chicago, also hockey's pretty life. cool. Hockey's a great sport. And I don't got hockey's a, team a here fantastic in sport. Dude. Hockey's so, a great sport. Let's it's go Avs. I got my jersey right over there in my closet. It's gross that you're not a Blackhawks guy. Get out of Gross. Here. The Hawks okay. are great. You know what? You know what's coming next? So we end the show. Go. Champ fantasy sports college football Champ. segment. Champ fantasy sports. This is what Connor loves Champ. to do, guys. Just chimes in with one word. Champ. Kind of. Yep. Just just champ. Champ. Champ fantasy college sports. It's an Champ. awesome fantasy football app for college Champ. players and teams. You build your teams. Champ. You get packs. You get picks. Champ. I mean, if there's everything you want. You get coins. Champ. You get your daily rewards. Use those coins. Two buy packs. It's an amazing college football Champ. app. I use it. Connor uses it. It's great. I got three long ones. Fantasy college hopefully, sports. Hopefully the horns will take care of business. We'll talk about that here in a second. It's great. You can't miss it. It's a yellow. Is it orange or is it yellow? It's yellow with a, with a nice white trophy sports. in the middle. Can't miss it. Go build your college football fantasy team today. And compete with your friends. Champ fantasy sports. Great college football Champ fantasy, fantasy app. Sports. Okay. Okay. I'm finally Connor's done with that shit. That's annoying. That was pretty okay. cool, dude. That was pretty cool. That was not cool. But anyways, go download Champ Fantasy Sports right now in the App Store. You won't regret it, I promise you. And you stop the or use the referral code in all caps, no spaces, stop the BS to get some 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 coins over there to, to help you build your build that team up a little bit. Build stop your caps, team. No okay. Build your team. Ohio right, State go. or Michigan better is the first thing I want to ask you. Who do you think is the better team? Because I could start if you'd like. Oh, I I'll go. I'll go. Okay. Okay. I love. No, hold on. I hate, I hate to say it 
because I hate one team out there, and that team is Mr. Go Blue, Mr. Michigan. I have always hated Michigan my entire life, and that was the main reason why I am a Michigan State fan. And it pains me to say that they are better than Ohio State. And it's because of one reason, cheaters. They're a bunch of cheaters. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's Well, they did cheat, but it's not really like crazy cheating. But Michigan, they're they're legit this year. And it pains me to say that, but the Wolverines, I'll, I'll take them over Ohio State. I bring up this question because while Michigan has looked absolutely dominant, you have to look at Ohio State's resume up to this point. They've already mm-hmm. beaten two top 10 teams. Yeah. Notre Dame on the road, crazy fucking game. And Penn State, I mean, the the score looked closer than what the the game actually how the game actually went. I mean, it was pretty much domination. Yeah. From from the get-go from Ohio State. So, I think this is a really really good debate. And I think be, just based off the fact that Michigan's rolling over teams, people are going to say Michigan, and I am not an Ohio State fan whatsoever. But I think Ohio State and Michigan, to me, are pretty much neck and neck, given that they've beaten Penn State and Notre Dame already at this point in the season. 100%. So, I, I mean, Ohio State's rolling, man. We'll see. That game is obviously the last game of the regular season for, yeah. for both those teams. And obviously it's got unbelievable implications. But I wouldn't be surprised here to see Ohio State get it done after losing back-to-back years. We'll see. No? We'll see. I'm not making my pick yet. But Ohio State's resume has been pretty ridiculous so far. Is it in the big house or in the shoe? Um, I believe it's in the – oh, I actually don't know. You want to look real quick? Yeah, I could. I could. I'll see. Um, I believe it is... it's at Ohio State. It's, it's it's in the big house. It's at Michigan. Oh, it's at Michigan? Mm-hmm. Oh, last year was at it Ohio is. State. But, hey, I, I got a school I want to talk about. And one of the biggest bullshit rules in the NCAA, I want to talk about James Madison University. They just made it into the rankings number 25. They are 7-0 and on this season. But the sad part is they can't make a bowl game this year. What? Because a bowl game? They cannot make a bowl game this year because the NCAA's rule that if you just transferred over to the FBS – in your first either year or two, you are not eligible to make a bowl game. So James Madison, this season, they could end the year undefeated, and they've done it all for nothing because of the dumbest NCAA rule to ever exist. Wow. So dumb. You know about that? No, it's real. They cannot make a bowl game this year. And they have looked unreal. And I think it's the dumbest rule ever because isn't the whole point – of moving to the FBS to be able to make bowl games, to be able to do this. And honestly, I didn't, I, I maybe I heard about this once and I just kind of never thought about it again. That's crazy. Look at like, like, like here's just, yeah. NCAA over refusal to allow James Madison in a bowl game. Wow. That's crazy. It is crazy. I, I can't believe it myself. And they look really good. So they went from the FBS to the FCS. They went from FCS. Oh, sorry, to FCS. To, sorry, I always get this one. FCS to FBS, yeah. obviously the bowl series. They did. And, I, wow, I, I believe it was either. I didn't know that rule. It was either this year or last year where they flipped. But it's like the first two years, I believe it is, you're not allowed to make a bowl game. And that's the dumbest shit ever. That's literally the whole point. Man, that's the whole point. That's unbelievable. I, I don't get it. And I never will get it, man. I really don't. But they deserve it. They really do deserve it. I'll right. up on it real quick. Hold on. Sorry. Um, the most by team. So this is their second year of transition. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. 
sitting at home again this post. Yeah, ineligible. Yep, first two years. You're right. Just wanted to fact check you. First two years after the transition from the FCS to FBS can't be bowl eligible. That's ridiculous. That needs to go bye-bye. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's the dumbest rule ever. It's just stupid. It doesn't God. make any sense. It seriously makes zero sense whatsoever. Yeah. But And then there's another team who's currently 7-0, who we should get into, and that is the Air Force. Air Force, man. They are rolling, and every single week, if they just keep winning, they're going to slowly just keep on climbing up those rankings. 19th-ranked Air Force. Yeah, I think if they win out, you got to put them top 10. If Air Force wins out and they are not top 10 at the end of the season, that's ridiculous. That is absolutely ridiculous. They had a little bit of a contest here heading to Colorado State, so we'll see. But we talked about Air Force a lot last week, and we're going to keep talking about them until they fucking lose. Let's hope they don't. Air Force, baby, keep doing your thing. Keep doing your yeah. thing for the small schools, man. Do your thing, oh, Air Force. I'm a fan. Let's go. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Same with James Madison. You know what? Just tell the NCAA, fuck you, and win out. Win you out. You know who I'm not a fan of? Because I want to skip to this, and we'll, we'll go back to what I have written before that. Emmanuel Wacho. Do you know who that is? I do. I do you know do. who Emmanuel Wacho so, is. So how, did you see the tweet regarding Caleb Williams? I did not, and I want to hear what he says because I could talk about Caleb Williams. Emmanuel Ocho is telling Caleb Williams to not play another snap. A two-loss USC fighting for New Year's Six Bowl implications, Emmanuel Ocho has the balls to tell Caleb Williams to stop playing football and go train for the draft. What are your thoughts on this before I go apeshit? Number one. I am not a fan of Caleb Williams whatsoever. I am I am one of his biggest haters out there because I was watching the end of that Utah-USC game. And Utah is driving down the field to go and kick a game-winning field goal, and you see the whole USC team on the sideline rooting on their defense, hoping that they could get a stop. And Caleb Williams is sitting by himself on the bench. Looks like he just doesn't care. What happens to his team? This guy, it's been said before that he wants ownership in an NFL team, all of this stuff. He's a scumbag. And I actually feel bad for the NFL team who drafts him. If I'm, but since I'm a Bears fan, I do not want Caleb Williams at all. I I, I, I would not want that man on my team whatsoever. Wow. That's, that was that's a my pretty heated take. It Holy wasn't heated take. I actually, I'm not a fan of Caleb Williams at all. I mean, for me personally, Caleb Williams, the talent's there. I understand it. I was telling a guy um, last week, one of my buddies in one of my classes, that I don't think Caleb Williams is ever going to be a, an elite quarterback in the NFL. Um, and I, that's just a take I have. It's just one of my takes. Don't don't hate me on it. But what are your thoughts on him not playing the rest of the season? Do you support that, Connor? He could do whatever the fuck he wants. I could really care less. I think that's a dumb take. That's not the point of this. It's a dumb take, but I could care less about him. You know, Listen, you man. suck. I understand there's draft implications and the world's been changing about how your best player no longer plays in a bowl game. That doesn't mean anything to them because they want to go get draft ready. We're fucking two thirds done with the season and you're telling the best player in college football to stop. Like it, it gets my blood boiling. Like where's this even coming from? Like Ocho needs to be the, oh my God, I don't even, I can't even talk right now. It gets me so mad. Like where are you? How do you have the right to say that about somebody who, one, has been a competitor his entire life, football his entire life? If he gave at least two fucks about his school, 
his pride in his USC uniform that he wears, he'd play. And so at least the bowl game, and you know what? He sits at a bowl game. That's more common now. You don't stop playing in the middle of a fucking season if you're healthy. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. I hate it. It gets me so mad. Agreed. So Agreed. mad. You play. That's why you play the sport. It's ridiculous. Oh, my God. Okay. Ridiculous. Had to get that out of the way. Just had to get that out of the way. Um, my God. What an idiot. Um, terrible take by Acho. Okay. Two big games we'll talk about and we'll wrap up. Clemson, double overtime loss against Miami. Dabo after the game. Terribly, it makes a suicide joke. Did you see this or no? No. Okay. Um, he was asked if Clemson has a therapist that players can go talk to. And his response was yes, but he's probably about to. He said something along the lines of, yes, but he's probably about to go kill himself right now. This was to the, the press, the public. Wow. Um, not good, Dabo. That's not good, bro. Clemson's a dumpster fire. Oh, my. I mean, Dabo, what are you doing, man? Yeah, you lose the game. You can't joke about your, your team's therapist going and doing that, and especially ever, but especially to the media. Like You just can't say that, man. You can't say it. No. Especially, I mean, I I know you lost. I know the team's sad. Can't say it. Clemson four and three. Moving on. UNC. Yeah. No words. Start, man. I, I There's don't... no words. That's just horrible. Horrible. Virginia is one of the worst Power Five football teams in the country. You're at home. Oh, I don't. I don't know. I don't. And you were high on UNC last week. Hmm. This came out of nowhere. This one of the biggest upsets of college football season, and will it will stand that way? Um, I I really don't have anything to say besides the fact that that's just terrible. So now, who's it going to be in the ACC championship? Is I mean, it going to be Louisville? Be State. It's going to be Florida State, obviously. Oh yeah, man. Florida State, and then Louisville. I mean, Clemson was going to be up there. Now they're not. Miami's still up there. They're a one loss Miami, I believe. No, two loss. Excuse me. Two yeah. loss Miami. The one loss is behind loss. them. Yeah, no, it's Louisville, UNC, and Duke. Wait, no, Duke's, Duke's a two loss. Duke's a two loss. Duke's a two loss. I mean, Clemson's not going to make it. So it's got to be between Louisville, Duke, and Miami. And I mean, with yeah. all due respect, Florida State can now beat any of those teams. So, I mean, obviously UNC is still in the picture. They're one loss UNC. But if you're looking at it now, I think Florida State. Has it on locks. As long as Florida State doesn't drop a regular season game, they've got it. So the yeah. path's clear, more clear, at least. I mean, they, they seem a lot more beatable, UNC. So, okay, we'll end the show talking about the team that everybody talks about on a week-to-week basis. Bama got the revenge, beat Tennessee, started smoking some cigars after the game in rightful fashion. Thoughts on Bama? Obviously, they lost week two to UT, but since then have been rolling. What do you got to say? Anything? What do you expect out of the tide, man? They weren't going down like that. They yeah. weren't just after that Texas game saying, nah, our season's over. And here's the thing. If one of those top four teams loses in the country right now, Bama has a shot to slip into the playoff, especially if they can beat LSU this week too. And then they can go to the SEC championship and maybe, you know, if they put up a dogfight with Georgia, that conversation might be there. But Number one, what you got to root for if you're a Bama fan right now is you need one of these top six unbeatens to lose. You need a couple of them to lose. Um, I, yeah, that... Especially, I'd say, Washington or I'd say Oklahoma. One of those teams loses, you got a shot. Yeah. That's what I'd that's, say. That's fair. 
Um, but if you look at it kind of a different standpoint, one loss team is make it every year. Two loss team, a teams, a two loss teams never made it. And so obviously one year that's going to change. I don't think that's going to be this year. And then next year, I guess it's a 12 team format. So obviously it's going to happen, but I don't think it's ever going to happen. This is not going to be the year. If you're Alabama, all you're saying is, okay, we got to win out. And you know what that's going to entail? Mm-hmm. Beating Georgia in the SEC championship. So yeah. as long as you're, if you're a Bama fan, I mean, obviously you're rooting for your team to win week by week, but your sights now, because it seems like you're going to kind of keep rolling. You got LSU left and then it gets easier ish. Um, I mean, your side's set on the SEC championship. You got to beat Georgia. It's simple as that. You win, you're in, you lose, you're out. So yeah. that's what it comes down to for them. That's what it's coming down to for Texas, um, for OU. If they win out, obviously, in the regular season, that championship game will come down to. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, mm-hmm. But that's all I got for college football. You got anything else? Yeah, that's that's all I got, too. It's going to be an interesting couple of weeks. Any good games this week yeah. looking ahead? Uh, we got Oregon-Utah. That's a game. We it's a got... great game. It's what game day would be. Duke Louisville. That's another good game. Not we bad. got that's really it. Yeah, that's really it. Nothing too crazy. James Madison playing against Old Dominion. There you go. Oh shit. There we go. Uh, well, there also Georgia, Florida is not bad, bro. Florida at home. Is oh, tough yeah, yeah. Team. Georgia, Florida. Georgia, Florida. Isn't that neutral site? No, that's neutral site. Oh, is it neutral site? I, I believe it always right. is. It's Jacksonville. You're, it's in Jacksonville. You're probably right, Doug. Oh, it is in Jacksonville. God damn yeah. it. Neutral site every year and in Jacksonville. Man, Georgia's gonna win. Okay, all right. Yep. Well, apparently RV City has already opened in Florida, Georgia. It's a tailgating tradition. RVs are already lined up, which open at eight a.m. on Tuesday. That's awesome. That's cool. That's pretty cool. Very cool. That's very cool. Yeah, they're already out there, man. That's wild. It's the game's on Saturday, and they're already there. That's nuts. That is nuts. How can I like get it. off of work that whole week to, to go and sit in your RV outside? If you're a true of... fan, you find a way. True fans find yeah. a way. Yeah. Yeah, they do. But all right. I think that wraps it up for us today. And that was another great episode today. I had a fun time. And great time. we will see you guys next week on Wednesday. We're back talking college ball, talking NFL, talking everything. You don't want to miss it. Go and follow all the social medias on TikTok at StopThe.BS. Follow the Instagram at underscore StopTheBS. Don't want to miss an update. And thank you all so much for listening. We'll see you boys next week. Adios. Deuces.